You're now tuned in to this week's episode of For the Youth Podcast. Today, we continue sharing our collective expertise that'll show you how to harness your mind, understand your body, and control your movements to achieve consistent success and become a strong leader in your generation. And now, please welcome your hosts, Sean Singleton. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Sean. So I'm coming with you with episode six. We're going to do our author reading for Clean Your House. Um, I really hope that you guys enjoyed what we did with Clean Your House because there's a lot of spontaneous moments, a lot of good nuggets in there that really set this tone for the chapters that came before it and obviously the ones that come after it. So we hope you guys are enjoying listening to the podcast, enjoying listening to these readings because they are for you, for those of you who don't have the book and those of you who just like to read along with the voice. Um, also the author, right? What, what better way to do it than with the person who wrote it? So you guys can hear kind of what I meant by it and hear my tone and really have the points that stick with you when they need to stick. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to read Brick 2, Clean Your House. Growing up, we had a rule in my house, which still carries into my own family today. If the house was not cleaned on cleaning day, then clean it again, even if it looks clean. Saturday mornings never became fun until I became an adult. Every Saturday morning, my mother would walk around the house, checking each room, ensuring we did our chores and the place was cleaned. There was never a Saturday that my mother didn't spot check every room in our house, top to bottom. We didn't do a thing that day until the house met her acceptable criteria. My sister and I thought we would try and outsmart her by waking up earlier than she did to watch cartoons before she came calling, but she seemed to catch on and started waking up earlier. Go figure. <laughs> we gave up that idea pretty quickly, but it taught us that there was no way to avoid her inevitable spot check except preparing to clean on that day. It also taught me something fundamental. Spot check every room and clean it anyway, even if it looks clean. It is very straightforward, but when you apply this thinking to your life and the habits you have developed or become accustomed to, it will take a lot of strength not to go back to your shovels. Reshaping your thinking isn't about trying to avoid the spot checks. It's about embracing them, preparing for them, scheduling them, and ultimately following through with them. You must take everything you know about yourself and put it through constant spot checks. The goal is to create a consistent reflection period where you trace back every negative and positive feeling, event, trauma, and every relationship as far back as you can. Reevaluate choices you've made and their outcomes, how your environment has affected you, and who or what is influencing you to make decisions. It is the only way to make sure you make informed decisions about yourself and become self-aware of your life. This way you minimize the chance that your next decision is simply another shovel disguising as a solution. Continually cleaning your mind helps you learn to take informed action only after you've reflected and did a check on every area of your life and its effects on them. It allows you to begin to walk in the sustainable vision you set out to create for yourself, impervious to the events that life may bring around you. This step is going to take some time, but it will pay off in the long term. Again, this is about laying a foundation to last, not just providing another stopgap or cover up that prevents us from getting out of our holes and living to our fullest potential. The husband looked at himself in the mirror, displeased with what was staring back at him. The man he once thought was pursuing the dream and bringing blessings to his family had allowed his fear of rejection, trust issues, and doubt to be what caused him to fail in meeting his family's true needs. He thought back to one conversation he had with his closest friend a few years ago, one in which he felt like he understood and corrected. One day, he and his friend decided to go to the park to get some fresh air and talk about a pressing issue that seemed to be shaking the husband's marriage foundation. When speaking to him, the husband said, I'm spending time with them by providing for them. 
She's getting upset with me for trying to continue building wealth for our family. I don't want my family to be in the same situation I witnessed growing up. I am working hard now so they do not have to later. As a husband, my job is to provide. I do not have time to do what she's asking me to do. The friend replied, providing for them is more than just money and putting food on the table. It is building a relationship with your family to where no matter what comes against your home, you will have built the character and communication to get through it together without changing who you are. The money will come and go, but time with your family is what you need to capitalize on in the present and the future. The husband realized he never changed his priorities, which made him wonder if he had made the change sooner would he have admitted that he struggled with the fear of rejection, trust issues, and insecurities that made him develop poor mental habits. It is not a matter of guilt. It is merely perspective. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. but wouldn't you like to go back and reprocess some of the things which led to your downfall later in life? He certainly wish he had been more attentive rather than consumed with things that have significantly less value in the grand scheme. This is where those spot checks come into play. Understanding that time may have passed and life continued along, but the heart, mind, and emotions haven't fully healed or learned what it was supposed to from that moment. Now it's affecting how you live your life today in ways that initially you may think are completely unrelated. The goal is not to simply replace the moment in your life or get frustrated and try to demolition the moment out of your memory. It is being able to continuously reflect on how this moment fits in its respective category and contributes to your life's foundation without trying to avoid it or skipping over this room because you've already cleaned it before. The husband's relationships never reciprocated his idea of relationships. He believed that people needed to respond to him how he would respond to them in the same situation. When his wife would do something to trigger that emotion, the triad of doubt, fear, and trust seemed to come right along with it. He knew he had to get help, but from who? He had no one he could trust, and he created a barrier between everyone and everything else who did not meet his criteria. He allowed time to push him forward, thinking it would merely resolve on its own. His wife left, his friends distanced themselves, and he began to experience isolation and depression. It seemed like an impossible hill to climb, but to change his life, he had to reshape his thinking. He knew he had to do something against what brought him the most comfort. He had a poor experience with this in the past, but he knew he had to talk to someone. There was no one left to listen except in prayer, but that natural connection was missing, and he needed to understand why. I have outlined the first few bricks, which most people ask about when they begin on this journey. It's an example of what a spot check will look like as you clean your house and prepare your mind to be reshaped. Again, remember, this is about bringing everything, good and bad, not just things that did not work, but also the things that worked and understanding why they worked and if that thought process can be sustainable given your current resources at this point in your life. Focus on building a foundation that you fully understand and can genuinely sustain that demonstrates your life stability. It will seem like a lot, but understand this is not a quick process. Building a skyscraper takes time, but so did digging the hole that you may currently be standing in. The beauty of it is that the taller the building, the deeper you have to dig to set the foundation. Hence, I say, you do not need shovels anymore. You've already reached the depth you needed your life to go. You now need to reshape your thinking and start building your new foundation right where you are in the hole you no longer plan on digging again, brick by brick. So thank you guys for listening to the author reading of Clean Your House. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. Leave us a review. Buy the book, read along with us, journey along with us, and I'll see you guys in episode seven as we talk about friends and family. 
So when I talk about the, you know reshaping your thinking, the book Brick by Brick Reshape Your Thinking, it's not just painting a picture of a person who is saying, oh, you gotta change and think like me. It's, it's allowing you the opportunity to express to yourself where are you in your life and understanding what you have to do in order to get there.